Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
once again. In the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am Apostle Robert Bryan, actor of the Christian and the Church Worldwide, Kenton, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. God is good tonight. There's no other name in heaven or earth by which man can be saved than at the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you, children of God. We want to greet you all once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. No other name in heaven or earth by which men can be saved than at the name of Jesus. We thank God today for blessing us and seeing us through another day. We thank God for everything that he is, everything that he's doing to us, he's doing through us, he's doing for us. God has been good. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled The Conflict Within. The conflict within, the struggle, the battle between two opposing points of view, two opposing natures, two opposing, going on right within inside of us as children of God and inside of every human being that has ever existed. There's conflict, conflict. And one of the things that God has given us his Holy Spirit to do is to help resolve the conflict in us as human beings, to help resolve that uh, fight between the old nature and the new nature, you know, to empower us to overcome the worst parts of us. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. Uh, we looked at capital A in our outline, enemies, Ephesians 6 and 12, Romans 7, 18, capital B, the deception of the crowds. Be careful with crowds, children of God. John 7 and 12, Acts 13 and 15, it brought us down to capital C in our outline, self-deception. Self-deception. Now, this is, this as children of God, we really want to be mindful of this because even though we have the Holy Spirit, you know, he's not going to be trying to bully us into doing what he wants us to do. Now, the flesh might 
the adversary might, but God is not going to try to bully us. He's going to tell us, you know, he, he may chasten us, but, you know, God primarily wants us to, to follow him and to obey him and to listen to him because we love him. You know, even though he'll do something to us if we, if we don't listen to him, God wants us to obey him because we love him. Self-deception, 1 John 1 and 8, we looked at earlier today. We're going to look briefly tonight at Galatians 6 and 3. Galatians chapter 6, verse 3. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Once again, Galatians chapter 6, verse 3 from the New International Version. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Capital C. Self-deception, self-deception. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, again, we thank you and we praise you. We appreciate you, Father, for another day added to our lives. We appreciate you for blessing us and opening doors for us, positioning us at just the right place, just the right time for your manifold blessings. We pray, Father, that you have been pleased with the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart. We pray that they have been acceptable in your sight. O oh, Lord, our God, our strength and our redeemer, speak a word tonight, Father, that will comfort your people, edify, build up what needs to be built up, tear down what needs to be torn down, that we may all come to the fullness and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We trust, Father, you're going to do these things for us as we submit our bodies uh, to you. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray, amen and amen. Self-deception. We look at Galatians chapter 6, and we see a very important topic that we as children of God should keep in mind as we sojourn in this world and in this life. It's subtopic in the New International Version, doing good to all. Doing good to all. You say, Apostle, why is that important? It's important for us as children of God because there are certain instructions that God has for us that go for everyone. Certain instructions that God has for us in regards to the treatment of individuals. God wants you and I to do good to all. Now, that may roll off the lips real easy and real smooth until you got folk that are doing bad to you. It rolls off the lips real smooth for us to love our enemies until we look up and see that our enemies are doing everything they can to destroy us or to tear us down. It rolls off the lips real smooth and, and, and but most things the application of it is more difficult than the explanation of it most things in other words most things doing it is more difficult than talking it that's why a lot of people like talk because talking is easier than doing well god is a god of balance here we are again there is so much talking 
that God wants us to do. Remember, for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So there, there's a certain amount of talking, but then God also lets us know that faith without works is dead. So there's a certain amount of talking that God wants out of us, and there's a certain amount of working that God wants out of us. He's a God of balance. It's not that God is against talking, because if that was the case, he'd be, if, God, if talk was a sin, then God would be the biggest sinner of them all, because God is always talking. But if only doing uh, uh, was the, the only thing, then, you know, then, you know Pharisees or, or, or people that are zealous without knowledge, they, that would be all right. The Bible tells us that zeal without knowledge is not good. So God wants there to be so much talking, so much knowledge, so much so much teaching, so much, but then he also wants that to be balanced by so much doing, so much works, so much uh, uh, action. Remember, love is words put into action. Not that love is without words. It's words on the one hand, but then it's action or the words that are put into action on the other hand. So we're right back to balance. Doing good to all. Now, we see in verse 1, the Apostle Paul writes to the Galatian saints in regards to something that each one of us as children of God have in common. The Bible says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin. Now, what you want to understand, child of God, and God is, is dealing with me on this right now, the minute we commit sin, we are caught in sin. Whether anybody sees us, whether it gets out as a scandal, whether or not, you know, somebody had us on videotape. The minute we commit sin, because we are caught, the minute we commit sin, we are caught in sin by, if nobody else, we're caught in sin by who? God. So anytime we commit sin, we are caught in it. Now, everybody might not know about it, you know, it might be just between you and God, or, you know, but the devil's seen it. His, his children. But when we commit sin, we are caught in sin. The Bible says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, now, you don't have to be physically seen to be caught in a sin. God says, I see everything that you do. So even though you thought that you were the only one that was doing that or that nobody saw you, God says, I saw you. So you caught in sin. And this is why God is able to send prophets and prophetesses to come in and, and, and just pull the cover right off your sin. They didn't see you sleep with that woman or that man. They didn't see you steal that money They or take them, them jury. They didn't see physically, but God, because he did, and he revealed it to his servants, the prophet, you were caught in it. Nathan didn't see David in the physical have sex with Bathsheba. Nathan didn't see David in the physical, put a husband out there on the front line, Uriah, to get, to get himself killed. But he saw it in the spirit. There is nothing in all creation that's hidden from the spirit of God. So as soon as we do something wrong, God has already caught it. In fact, God said, Robert, you need to go on and annex that for my people. God said, I see your sin before you even commit it. God say he, God can tell you and I the sins we're going to commit even before we commit them. That's why God was able to tell Judas before, you know, you're going to betray me. That's why God was able to tell Peter before the rooster crow, you're going to deny that you even know me. Because God sees everything. 
But brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit. So understand, when you live by the Spirit, I ain't got to see you do it. When we live by the Spirit, we don't have to see one another do it. We can hear that one another did it. And I'm not talking about gossip, and I'm not talking about backbiting. I'm talking about hear from God. You who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Understand that what, now this is where some of us make the mistake, because you can see it by the Spirit, but if you don't come in to restore an individual gently, you know, now you're still not following the instruction. Live by the Spirit, God show you some things. But now the next move is restore them gently, because we can come in, saw it in the spiritual realm, and come in and, and start trying to not restore individuals or beat them over the head harshly, and God be like, now what you doing? One of the things is saying sin, but that's all it is. We have to restore. We don't seen it in the spiritual realm. God says, now restore that person gently, but watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. See, this this is the thing about. Oh, go and put this down in your notes. Sin is contagious. Sin is contagious. Now, if somebody has HIV, you know you ain't going to just be drinking after them any kind of way. You know if they just start bleeding all over somewhere, you ain't going to just be wiping it up any kind of way. Why? Because you realize that that particular disease is contagious. It's deadly and it's contagious. If somebody got uh, a, a, a bad cold, you know, you ain't going to just be all up in their face any kind of way, kissing on them and, and and letting them sneeze all across your face. Why? Because you know that that is contagious. Yet some of us in the body of Christ act just like sin is not contagious. Think you can just be around sinners any kind of way? Listen, some of y'all, Jesus was around sinners, yeah, but what was Jesus doing around sinners? One of the saints is saying he had had a purpose, and his purpose was to seek and to save that which was lost. He won't fellowshipping with them. He won't drinking wine with the with, or getting drunk with the wine with the, the drunkards. He won't having sex with the prostitutes. He won't stealing with the thieves. He won't extorting money with the tax collectors. Jesus was there for his purpose with sinners was ministry. What's your purpose? What's your purpose with sinners? Consider yourself now. Why? Because we can be tempted too. You mess around, keep right on hanging around with a bunch of folk that, that smoke marijuana. Hang around with a bunch of folk that, 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 that get drunk. And see, what you got to understand is that their talk is spirits. Remember what Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Words are spirits. Now, they individuals that are you know, constantly smoking marijuana or constantly using cocaine or constantly getting drunk, or con the words that they are speaking, under the, they are under the influence of those spirits that, that want them to do that stuff. So as they are talking to you, those spirits are coming at you. The spirit to get drunk, the spirit to use them drugs, 
the spirit for that sexual, the spirit is coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. And then the next thing you know, you'll find yourself be wondering, wow, I sure would like to give me a drink, give me something to drink too. Don't realize that you've been up under spiritual attack. Words are spirits. They're spirits. You can't see words. You can't see them. You must want to let somebody keep right on telling you that you can do it. Somebody keep right on encouraging you. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. This is why we get up under the word, because what the Holy Spirit does, he keep on encouraging us. He keep on telling us that there's, a, that there's better days ahead of us. He keep on telling us that we are blessed. He keep on telling us that we can do all things through Jesus Christ. He keep on telling us that. that he keep on telling us, that, and, and before you know it, you'll be walking around thinking you can do all this stuff, at which you can, because the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. Carry each other's burdens, verse 2. And in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Carry each other's burdens. We're in this thing to help one another. We're in this thing to serve one another. There's no way that I believe that thousands of you all that I can see that are tuning into this broadcast, there's no way, whether you say it or not, there's no way that I believe that you're not being helped. There's no way that the God that I serve, the true and living God is not saying something to you, to your spirit man. That is, that there is no way that God is not saying something that is, that is helping you in some aspect, in some way of your life. It's no way. It's no way. And this is, this is part of our responsibility as children of God, to help one another. I shared a thing with with joined a couple of bishops that joined the Christian Center Church worldwide early today, uh, and one of the one from uh, uh, Uganda and another one from Guagualada, uh, Nigeria, which is right near Abuja, the capital. Two great great men of God, and as I put their pictures of them and their congregations and their names and, and congregation names. I put down our, one of our mottos at the Christian Center Church Worldwide, that we can do more together. We. We can do more together. Don't believe it? Go try to lift up 500 pounds right by yourself. Unless you just happen to be super, super strong out there. See how far you get. But you get 10 of the brothers. Or 10 of the, 10, 10 of the sisters. You can get 10 of the sisters with 500 pounds. Y'all will be able to move that. That sister can pick up 50 pounds. We can do more together in the physical and in the spiritual. Let's carry one another burdens. Okay? And in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. Now, watch this now, because this is verse 3. This is, where we, this is what we're focusing on. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not. Now, because the Lord had me as I, was, as I was thinking on this and communing with the Lord earlier, the Lord was, 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 was dealing with me on this scripture in my spirit. And God said, Robert, you can turn this around for my people. Now, the Bible says, if anyone thinks he, they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. But then God said, Robert, you need to turn that around for my people. Because if my people are not thinking they are something when they are, they are deceiving themselves. You don't think that you are a great wife and you are? 
you're deceiving yourself. You don't think that you're a good son or a good daughter when you are. You are deceiving yourself. You don't think that you're a great pastor, a great minister, a great deacon, mother, saint. When you are, you are deceiving yourself. You don't think that you are more than a conqueror. When you are, you are deceiving yourself. You don't think that you're a servant, that you're in a great church. When you are, you are deceiving yourself. God said you can turn that around for my people, Robin. Now, we can really close this message today, children. Somebody been blessed. I don't felt that in my spirit. If you think you something when you're not, what does God call it? You deceive. But when you are something, when you are something special, when you God said, look, you all are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. God says, I'm talking about my children now. You are a chosen generation. God say, I selected you before the foundations of the earth were ever laid. God say, you are not second-class citizens. You are not victims. You are not grasshoppers. You are not the tail. God said, now get ready to close this message, Robert. Thinking you something when you nothing, you deceive. But thinking you nothing, when you are something, <coughs> excuse me, you deceive. God has come today. Well, God is here tonight to change somebody's mind. I don't know. I don't know who. Some of y'all, he's come to change somebody's mind. He's come to change the way somebody is looking at themselves. Child of God, I believe he's talking to, to us. We are something. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What people say, <clears throat> I don't care what you think, because see, your thinking and your talking can't make me more than what God has made me, and your thinking and your talking can't make me less than what God has made me. We are something, children of God. Through our faith in Jesus Christ. God is now in us. There is no way we can be nothing. There's no way. It's not possible for me to be nothing. It's not possible for you, child of God, to be nothing. God is alive in you. You are a son, a daughter of, the, of God Almighty, of the creator of the universe. No way you can be nothing. I don't know. Saying, I, ain't, I ain't nothing. You deceive. Child of God, you thinking you ain't nothing. You are, it's in here. But this is where the battle is. Some of y'all ain't got that yet. The battle is in here, right in between them ears of yours. No, no, it's, it's just as easy for me to think I can do it than for me to think I can't. It's just as easy for me to think that I'm going to come up out of poverty than to think that I got to stay in it. It's just as easy for me to think I'm going to make this shot as, I, as it is for me to think I'm going to miss. <coughs> the battle is right here. I might have to preach that. The battleground of your mind. The battleground of your mind. And I had the opportunity to be around many individuals that the world considers stars, you know. When I was in high school, we played against Michael Jordan. I've been just as close to Michael Jordan as I am to you all. Looked right in his eyes. 
And when I looked into Michael Jordan's eyes, we 16, 17 years old, looked right into his eyes. And he looked at me, and I looked at him. In my mind, I'm thinking, you don't look like too much. And he looked at me as if to say, and you don't look like too much. But when we got on the court, when he got on the court, I, I seen something I, I, that I, I, had never, I had never seen anything like it. It wasn't much bigger than me. In fact, he and I are about the exact same size. Played at about the same weight. He was a little bit, little bit bigger. But what he had was a thought process <clears throat> that was very, very different from it. From you all know, you all know the story. Wasn't that Michael Jordan was the biggest shooting guard in the league? Wasn't that Mike, Michael Jordan was the the strongest player in the league? He won't LeBron James now. LeBron James is a physical specimen. Michael Jordan just had a mindset that was far and above most anybody he went against. His mind. He won't the biggest. Michael Jordan playing at 6'6", about 195 pounds. David wasn't a very, very big man. But even his, everybody around knew that David and his men, (coughs) they fought like a bear robbed of their cubs. When David would go out to fight, David wasn't that big, little bitty, little bitty character. But when you got him on a battlefield, you see, what you had was trouble because of what he thought. He thought that he thought about himself like God said about him. And see, that's what's going to make the difference for you, child of God. When you start thinking of yourself like God say about you, you're going to see yourself doing ex- great exploits. See, some of you don't think about yourself like God say about you. And I know you don't read that you can do all things through Christ which strengthen you, but you don't really believe that. Oh, you don't heard that you're the head and not the tail, but you don't really think that. You don't heard that you know that 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 you know that you are giants in the spirit, you know, because Christ is in you and all things are possible to them. But you don't really believe that. See, and then then there's your limitation. That's why you keep can't do a whole lot of stuff. But you don't really believe that. Look, it's just as easy and more profitable for me to believe what God has said than it is for me not. There's some things that God done said, and I believe them things. I just believe them things, and I be looking for See, when you believe something, you be looking for that. When you don't believe something, you don't be looking for that. You know, those of you that don't believe that Jesus Christ is coming back, you ain't looking for that. You ain't looking for that. Ah, oh, man. Oh, some of y'all, get out of here, man. But when you believe something, see, see, those of you that believe that, we looking for him to come. Let's run and let the sun come up real, real fast and it be real bright. Well, is that the Lord? What's happening? What's going on? Why? Because we believe that. Those of you that don't believe that God going to throw you, that don't believe that God will throw folk into hell, you ain't looking for that. You mess around and get thrown in the hell and be just as shocked as you can be. What is this? What's going on? See, you didn't believe it, so you weren't looking for it. But those of us that believe that those who don't live like God want to live will be thrown into hell, we stepping real lightly like. And any time you don't believe something that God has said, 
and you trying to carry on just like everything is all right, self-deception. When you don't believe the punishment is coming like God has said the punishment is going to come for something that you, self-deception. Let's get ready to close this. Look at verse 4. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. See, that's what get a lot of us. You're trying to compare yourself with somebody else. Ain't nobody for me to compete with in this but me. Because God ain't called me to be nobody else, but he has called me to be the best me that I can be. Ain't nobody to compete with. You know, that's one of the reasons why a lot of times I like, I like lifting weights by myself. I ain't competing with nobody. I know how competitive I am in the flesh. You mess around and let a character come in here. I got some friends of mine that's, that's bigger and stronger than me. And if we were lifting weights together and they was jacking up 10 or 15 more pounds than me, I know I'd be trying to jack that up too because I know me. But if I'm right here by myself, I'm just competing with myself. And what we got to remember in our walk with God, you know, there, there's no competition. God is not measuring you in accordance with what to what the next man or the next woman did, but he is measuring you in accordance to the best you that he knows you could be, the best father that he knows you could be, the best mother that he knows you could be, the best pastor, the best church member, the best he's measuring you according to the best that he knows you can be. And see, to God, the best you that you can be, that's 100%. Now, where, where you at and where you stack up to that, you might be at 50%. You might be at 50% of where God knows you can be. Well, see, that's a, that, that's, that God be like, he got a problem with you. Because God be saying, you could be, you could be better. You could be better. You could be a better you than you as men. Got nothing to do with your neighbor, got nothing to do with your friends, your, your husband, your wife, your sisters, your brother. You could be better, a better you than you are. For each one should carry their own load. Now look at that right there. Now we just got instructed to do what? To help carry one another's loads. But then the scripture come back and say, so now, we're supposed to help carry one another's load. But then he come back and say, but really, the way it's really supposed to go, you ought, you ought to be carrying your own load. Yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we help one another, but they, he ought to be carrying his own load. See, because you can cripple people if you carry their load too much. You can cripple people. No, let him, let him learn. To carry his own load. Yeah, we helped him. We helped him for a time. But now, son, it's time for you to do that. You keep people dependent as long as you keep carrying that load. Welfare won't meant for three and four generations of people. It won't meant for that. It was meant what it was originally meant for. Was when people fall on hard times. Government come in, give them assistance, give them a little hand up. Then they get back on their feet, get back to work, and leave that system. Doggone if some of us ain't turning into a, a, a way of life, expecting the government to give us a check every. See, and that's where, that's where a lot of us twist, especially as African Americans. 
especially as African Americans, who then got twisted. I would love to drop a whole lot of of us uh, African Americans off in African countries. I would, I, I would, Lord knows, some of you all, you upset that. Donald Trump is president, you would be some kind of upset with Apostle Robert Bryan as president. Because if I wouldn't drop some of you jokers off, glory. Why? Because in a lot of the most African countries that I've been in, no such thing as any government assistance. You don't want to work, then you just don't eat. Try that one on. I was trying to explain uh, welfare and government assistance to some of the pastors when I first went to Nigeria in 2003, they looking, they were looking at me like I was from outer space. Trying to explain food stamps, trying to explain uh, uh, government checks, aid to families with dependent children, all that kind of different thing, and they were looking at me like I was from out of space. They, uh, some of them were apostle, apostle, wait, wait, apostle. Are you saying to me in the United States they will give you money for food if you don't work? I say, yes, yeah, yes, we call it food stamps. You know, oh, Apostle, I, I hold on, Apostle, please, excuse me, excuse me, Apostle. Are you saying to me that the government will give you housing if you don't have enough money to pay your rent? I'm, yeah, yeah, well, we, you know, we got, we call them projects. Or, or we got, oh, hold up, Apostle, please, please, I beg, I beg. Let me, let me ask, Apostle, are you saying to me the government will give a check if you don't give you money to spend if you do not work i say yeah that we call it aid to apostle in nigeria excuse me apostle please excuse me and let me talk please in nigeria if you do not work it means you have called for a hunger strike and we all bust our laugh <laughs> african brothers and sisters this what are you talking about food stamps just call get out and get to work or don't eat. Something is wrong. You on food stamps, and you bigger than me. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. And then gonna complain about it. I I I, I be looking at I be looking at some of the stuff be going on. And I be like, Lord, you know. Lord, have mercy. That's not what the system was meant for. Now, if you go outside, we walking down the street, and you fall down in a ditch, and you ain't broke your leg, you ain't twisted your ankle, you ain't hurt yourself, you just fell down in a ditch, and I reach down to pick you up. That don't mean for you to climb up on my back, and I got to carry you the rest of the way to go I have reached that you ain't you didn't break your leg no you didn't twist your ankle no you're not incapacitated no well then get up and walk well let me get this straight you you're not you're not disabled no you you're not you know you're not incapacitated to the place where you can't work no you well then get up and get to work Paul said it like this. Some of you looking at me real funny like, that's all right. That's all right, too. Paul said it like this. I ain't saying nothing much more than what the apostle, early apostle said. If a man will not work, neither shall he eat. Simple. Simple. And see, that's why a lot, that's why a lot of you out there, you don't like the word of God because it's, the, 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 it's too simple. 
the, the solutions to all kind of stuff that people want to be all confused and perplexed and got all God's instruct God's God's remedy be real real simple like somebody a lot of you don't like that you don't like that you don't really like that you don't go somewhere where you can be a whole lot of drama the thing, beautiful thing about the word of God is it's drama free you do this right here this is what you get you don't do this right here this is what's happening come on let's close this children of God. Some of you looking at me funny. Some of you, I'm feeling some of them looking at me funny, and y'all ain't even seen this broadcast yet. And I can already feel you looking at me funny. Nevertheless, all right, because it, it, each one should carry their own load. Now, that's the way it should be. The load sharing and the carrying of one another's burdens up here is meant to be a help. It's just meant to be a help. Not to take over responsibility for you. Each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, now this is this is very important here. You know, for those of you that don't understand that pastoring, preaching, teaching God's word is work. So for those of you that don't understand that, because some of some of y'all don't understand that out there. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word. Now, if you are receiving instruction in the word, you need to ask yourself, are you receiving, is, uh, is the Christian, is Apostle Brian a Christian, son, am I receiving instruction in the word? Am I hearing something that I need to be doing? Or am I hearing something that since I have done, it has brought more abundance in my life? If either one of those answers is yes, which I know is yes, and God knows it's yes, and there's instructions concerning that. When you receive instruction in the word, anyone who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Who instructed you in the word? Who is instructing you in the word? Okay, that's a simple question. We're not, we listen, children of God, we family, we can talk. Who is instructing you in the word? Because if you're not being instructed in the word, God's going to get you. And if you are being instructed in the word and you're not sharing all good things with your instructor, God's going to get you. Only way out is to get yourself somewhere where you are instructed in the word and then you start sharing all good things with that instructor. Some of y'all got the message out there and you're seeing God taking you higher and higher and higher. You know, I, you know who you are. I don't got to get no names out. I ain't got to do that. And some of you all are refusing to do that. Some of you got two, two other groups out there. The group that don't even want to get instructed in the word. And you wondering why, why every, everything is, is falling apart. Why? You wonder. You won't receive instruction in the word. God's word is meant to bring solution to your problem. So you won't get instruction in the word. You don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that stuff all the time. Apostle Doug preaching. Who he think he is? Who is he's a prophet. Somebody speak God's word. Then when you get instruction in the word, now there's a work. See, that's a faith. Being Allowing yourself to be instructed in the word, that's a faith. But once you have been instructed in the word, there's a work that goes with that, which is called sharing all good things with your instructor. Money, is it a good thing? Is it a good thing for you? Yeah, well, then it's a good thing for your instructor. Whatever the good things is that you have seen multiplied in your life as a result of being instructed by your instructor, you need to share some of that with him. 
All good things. God said all good things. It might be closed. We got one particular deacon, all kind of good stuff at the monitor I'm looking in as I'm preaching right now. God bless you, Deacon, if, you, if, you, if you're watching us. Good thing! I'm looking at myself right now, and he done shared it with the Christian Center Church. Looking at a cabinet, we got all kind of files in it. He done shared it with the Christian Center. Got other, other deacons out there. God done blessed them all kind of big time incomes and different things and promotions on jobs and big time jobs. Every, every Sunday, these men of God, women of God that are sharing good things with, the, with, the, with your instructor. That's words, saints. I didn't write this. I'm preaching it. God didn't tell me to write, to write none of this. He had some other uh, apostles and prophets and stuff do that. He tell me to preach it and to live it. So let's let's not on let's 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 come out of the self deception. Because if you think you can receive in listen, <laughs> if you think you can receive instruction from an instructor and not share all good things with that instructor and God continue blessing you, you wrong. It's a self deception. You don't trick yourself up. You don't got yourself tricked up. I may, I'm looking at having to fly into South Africa in the next few days because there's some good things, some real, real good things that have come and with some folk that I have been uh, instructing, and uh, they want to share them good things with the instructor. I encourage you to do the same. God bless you, children of God. Heaven smile on each of you. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website, www.archchurch.com, backslash member, backslash t, backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes, and 9 even 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444, and try D17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christensen Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you in Jesus' name. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.